This is an Eye on Annapolis special update. Good morning. What a, what a happy day. The fog has lifted, and it's a beautiful, sunshiny day out there. And it's, the sun is shining in here. I can tell by all the energy we have. Welcome to Maryland Hall, your true beacon for inspiring experiences in Anne Arundel County for its more than half million residents and millions of visitors a year. I'm Margaret Davis, President and CEO of Maryland Hall, and it's a real honor to welcome you to the inauguration of our new county executive. For 40 years, Maryland Hall has been an essential element of our county's fabric. As a nonpartisan, successful, public-private partnership, it is here and through our outreach across the county that art is for all. From three months old to 103 years old, I used to say 93 until I met a 96-year-old in the hall, people of all backgrounds, means, locales throughout our county and the whole mid-Atlantic region, importantly, people of all perspectives, faiths, and beliefs are welcome. You, today, are among the more than 100,000 people we reach each year. Art is truly the universal language. It's neutral. It helps us communicate when some other aspects can't. It is a bridge across all of our divides, and it unites us and brings us together. It helps us express ourselves in community and as a community. Yes, Maryland Hall is about also the art of civil discourse, debate, civic engagement, and community building, as well as the performing, creative, and visual arts. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you. A man who I am sure needs no little step towards the podium, I'd like to introduce you to our Master of Ceremonies, important community leader, Reverend Stephen Tillett, pastor of Asbury Broadneck Methodist Church. Thank you. I'm just kidding. I don't need that. (laughs) Good morning and welcome. I am the master of ceremonies this morning, and it is my job to keep the trains running on time. By law, Stuart Pittman has to be sworn in not later than noon today. And so if things go a little long at a certain point, we're going to start moving things along to make sure that that happens. Because there is a short unknown sentence in the Anne Arundel County Code that says that if the county executive is not sworn in by noon, that the master of ceremonies becomes (laughs) county executive. So... So some of my friends start talking very slowly. You'll know what's happening. (laughs) The Honorable Michael Bush has been a longstanding member of the Maryland House of Delegates since 1987. 
and has been Speaker of the House since 2003. He is Maryland's Speaker and our delegate. He believes education is an investment. He supports our economy and the Maryland workforce. He believes in the need to balance the importance of growth with the need to, have, to leave a clean environment. Our communities continue to be his priority. Please join me in a warm welcome for the Honorable Michael Bush. Good morning. Uh, the first thing I'd like to do is what we do every day in the House of Delegates. I'd ask everyone to stand so we can pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, liberty and justice for all. You may be seated. I thought it was best to do that first. Um, it's a great privilege and an honor for me to be here for the investiture of the 10th County Executive in Anne Arundel County. I've had the great pleasure of working with and knowing each and every one of them. And uh, they've all left their imprint on Anne Arundel County. They all have a legacy to be proud of, and I'm sure that legacy will continue on with Stuart Pittman. The uh, first thing I'd like to do, because I li like to acknowledge that, I want to ask every elected official, past, present, or future, to stand up so you can be recognized for your service. It's uh, certainly nice to see former Governor Patterson, Glenn Denning, here. He's one of my constituents. I hope he voted right in the last election. <laughs> the, uh, you know, each of them have made sacrifices to make the county a better place to live in and the state a better place for the citizens of the state of Maryland. And it's been my great honor to serve just about with each and every one that stood up today. And uh, going forward, it'll be a great honor to work with Stuart Pittman. Uh, I have to tell you, when uh, I first met Stuart, my old colleague Virginia Claggett and Susie Smith came up to my office and, and said, we have someone to run for county council district number seven. I thought, well, that's great. We need somebody to run down number seven. And uh, which is South County, which was Virginia's uh, district, came in. He laid out a plan, what he wanted to do. So that was it in March. We finished the session, came back in uh, May, said, I think I'm going to run for county executive. And I said, that's a, that's a big chunk of meat to bite off there because it go from one councilmatic district to the entire county. But obviously his message resonated pay the teachers more, uh, more first responders, limit growth, and listen to people to make community decisions. And that's what he ran on, and I'm sure that's how he's going to govern. But just like every other county executive, there's going to be days when you wake up and you wonder why you ever took the job, and there's going to be days when you wake up and you think, this has been the greatest job I've ever had. 
Uh, you know, it's always, when you're elected official, it's always scary when you see the evening Capitol come out in the morning, or the Capitol, and your name's in there. Or bold headlines, you wonder whether it's good, whether it's bad. But everybody in office has advocates, and they have critics. And you have to lay all that aside and keep focus on what you try to accomplish. And I know Stewart's going to accomplish the goals uh, that he needs to make Anne Arundel County move forward. And I'm very pleased because we will be working with him in the General Assembly to make those accomplishments come to fruition. Thanks very much. Next, we will thank you, uh, Speaker Bush. Uh, next, we will receive our invocation this morning to be delivered by Imam Dr. Amir Sheikh from the Islamic Society of, Amer of Annapolis, <laughs> Rabbi Josh Wall from the congregation Cole Shalom, and Reverend Dr. Karen V. Johnson, the pastor of First Christian Community Church. Let us pray. <clears throat> o God Almighty, we're here today on this blessed day to praise you, to thank you for everything you have given us in our lives, all of the blessings and the miracles that you have given and shown us, O God. O God, you are the most compassionate, the most merciful, the source of love, the source of forbearance. We worship you and you alone, O God. We ask that you guide us to the straight path, O God, the path of those you have blessed before us. We ask that you protect us from deeds that are worthy of reprimand and rebuke. O God, we ask that you bless all of the people of the past that followed your way. Today we ask you for a very special prayer, O God, and that is for our newly elected leaders our newly elected executive, we ask that the talents, the wisdom, the intelligence, the gifts that you have given him, you bless him and allow him to use them in your cause, O God. We ask you, O God, that you make him a means of justice and not injustice. We ask you, O God, that you make him a source of unification and not division. We ask him, O oh God, that you bless, you bless him in leading the community of Anne Arundel County and guiding us for that which is best. Amen. So in the Jewish tradition, when we have a joyous occasion, we say mazel tov. So mazel tov. <laughs> uh, dear God, bless Stuart Pittman, our new county executive with a vision for safety and prosperity, friendship and cooperation, so that all may know the fullness of your blessings in a world of generosity and kindness, tranquility and peace. God bless this good man with dedication and foresight to solve the complex issues that threaten our future. May he lead us to a time when neighbors embrace and communities thrive, a time when liberty and equality reign supreme. And now let me conclude with the uh, traditional Jewish blessing from the book of Numbers, the priestly blessing. Yevarechecha Adonai v'yishmerecha, 
Ya'er Adonai Elecha Bichunecha, Yisa Adonai Panav Elecha, V'yasem Lecha Shalom. Stuart, may God bless you and protect you. May God deal kindly and graciously with you. May God bestow his favor upon you and grant you peace. Amen. Good morning. Let us pray. In the name of God, the creator of all things, we greatly and gratefully acknowledge your presence in this room. Today we celebrate the beginning of a new administration, and we pray for our county executive-elect, Stuart Pittman, to whom the leadership of this county has been entrusted. We pray that you will help him to strengthen the unity in our county, to rise above partisan politics, to seek justice and fairness for all citizens in this county, especially the poor and the marginalized. Give our new county executive and all who advise him calmness in the face of storms, encouragement in the face of frustration, and humility in the face of success. This is our prayer that we humbly submit to you and all of them your many and holy names. Amen. Bates Middle School encourages students to take an active part in their learning and to develop lifelong learning goals and an appreciation for the performing and visual arts. The school teaches by inspiring students through a rigorous arts-infused curriculum. Here to show off their hard work and talents, is the Bates Middle School Performing and Visual Arts Choir under the direction of Mr. Timothy Kurtzberg.
Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Another round of applause for that fine choir. <laughs> Stewart's campaign was about putting communities first, and he is starting his term by asking the community to join him on this special day. Members of the community fill this hall. They join us here on stage. And four representatives of different communities in Anne Arundel County will share their thoughts today. The first is Janice Hayes Williams. In the African tradition, a griot, spelled G-R-I-O-T, is one who ensures that the community maintains its connection with its culture and its history. And so Janice is a, an historian without peer, a native of this county, and we will hear from her. After Janice, <laughs> after Janice, <laughs> you'll hear from Josie Urea, a student at Severn High School and the student representative on the Anne Arundel County School Board. Following Josie, Gary Honig is a farmer who has been a steward of the land for four decades and will speak next. And then Brian Holtzlander, a career firefighter, will wrap things up. Janice? Good morning. I have this overwhelming desire while standing here to apologize to all my teachers whose classes I hook. Um, all the bubble gum that I stuck up under those chairs that are now being replaced, but we'll save that for another time. Good morning. My name is Janice Hayes Williams, and I am Anne Arundel County. I come from every manner of immigrant who has ever stepped on the shores of Anne Arundel County, our 500 miles of shore. I come from the Jesuits, the Puritans who came here to find religious freedom. I come from slaves who were captured from Africa to, bought, to be brought here to work in slavery for hundreds of years. In my DNA are the Irish who came here to escape a potato famine. Also the Jews who came from ghettos of Germany. I am Anne Arundel County. I descend from all manner of service in the military, from the Revolution, the Civil War, the Spanish-American War, up into my birth, and my own brother served in Vietnam. My husband, Air Force, served in Desert Storm, and my nephew just recently back from Afghanistan. I am Anne Arundel County. I descend from my ancestors who came together to create something called charter form of government. 
54 short years ago, the opportunity for the entire Anne Arundel County to come together and govern, not in little fiefdoms, in the word of one of our former county executives, but one community, one community to come together to serve. So today I stand here as Anne Arundel County, willing to serve with Stuart Pittman, because in just a few moments, when he's sworn in and he takes that oath of office, all of our phones are going to blow up. <laughs> what you want him to do, but there's only one thing that he wants you to do, and that is to join him. Join him on a board or commission. Join him and serve Anne Arundel County because me, I am Anne Arundel County, and so are you. Congratulations, Stuart Pittman, the 10th County Executive of Charter of Former Government. Thank you very much. Excuse me, I definitely need the step stool. <laughs> so I just want to thank you all for giving me this honor of speaking before you all today. This election season was a huge term for our county, one full of optimism, change, and opportunity. And what made it very special is the fact that our youth felt empowered to stand up for us and vote as well. So I've been enrolled in school systems. So I've been involved in, enrolled in school systems all over the country. But what makes Anne Arundel County Public Schools unique is the vast opportunities that we provide to our students. I, as a student, have the opportunity to pursue my goals inside and outside of the classroom. I can pursue dance through the performing visual arts or STEM through an internship at Johns Hopkins that my school system internship coordinator helped me obtain. It all boils down to the fact that every educator, board member, principal, staff, etc., truly sees the best in our students and wants them to achieve their individual potential. Now, what makes Anne Arundel County's the best school system, in my opinion, I'm sure you all agree, is our aim to develop students holistically and enrich their educational experiences with a well-rounded education that targets goals outside of the classroom and outside those four core academic subjects. And that's because we want our students in our county to leave being global citizens that lead the next generation, one that I'm extremely proud and excited to be a part of. We offer electives that target every hobby you can think of, sports, the Leadership Institute that guides community service, or a recent community citizenship class added at a local high school that targets the importance of relationship building and internally, internally reflecting on your character. Opportunities to enroll in these classes highlight how our county wants our students to grow in any path they choose, but shows our students that we are here to give them those resources that they need. Now, I really look forward to the, this direction of the county, and I am confident that Mr. Pittman will remember our priorities. Equity for all students, because all truly means all, and that's a motto, that, a motto excuse me, followed by our school, school system strategic plan. This includes providing ad, adequate staffing, both teachers and school counselors, so that students are able to feel welcome and build those relationships in those schools that make them want to be an active member in their student body as well as providing resources outside of schools for students through community rec centers, job training opportunities, and school programs to continue building a holistic student. So with that being said, I am honored and excited to be working with our new county executive, Mr. Pittman, and I would like to congratulate him on his win. Thank you.
was supposed to be introduced, pardon me. Um, not quite as tall as I thought. Uh, folks, I'm going to be different, so get ready. Um, we have co-hosts, and I'll introduce them. Uh, we have Miss Anita Boss. She has a farm in North County, excuse me, Mid-County. And Miss Lisa Wright, she has a farm in East County. These are women of the earth. They offer so much to our community and to our county. There's so much to say. So I'll say it in a brief way. We have heavy time constraints. Much needs to be said about these fine women. So I'll say for them and myself, and my dear wife is sitting in the audience, and she shares my farm and works hard every day. We are stewards of the earth. So they are here to support me today, and uh, I haven't introduced myself, so I think I shall. And before I do so, there's a little story I must say. As I've traveled through the county, I see signs everywhere, political signs, faces, people, slogans, nicknames, everything. I decided, where's the sign for the environment? And I present the sign for the environment. And for those, for those who cannot see it very well, not running for office, just wanted my own sign. The mule, the mule, the hybrid, the superior. Do go get it, girls. The superior animal representing our environment. I told you it's going to be different. Bear with me, folks. As I begin, not far from where we are today in the north of our county, my name is Gary Honig, and I may be the last farmer. <sighs> it's a hidden place, still living in the old ways, and rich in history from the 1780s till now. It faces the pressures of expansion and consumption, the last continuous farm left as I know it in North County. A warehouse project is proposed in adjoining forest lands that awaits destruction. An entire ecosystem of thousands of needed trees will be cut. Hundreds of wildlife will vanish. This is where I live. And agriculture has been a continuous operation for 225 years. And with me farming for, for the last four decades... Empty warehouses less than two miles away sit empty for two years as turnkey operations. Why is more needed? And my neighbors, the historic Smith Farm, have reached out to our local representatives. Many are here tonight. Many, every single one said, how could this place exist with all the urban sprawl? The last farm must not be lost. I'm loud. Yeah, I'm loud. I'm passionate. I'm standing up for a whole lot of thousands of animals that have no voice and trees and are environed for our children and give a gift to the future. So I'm asking now, going forward, our county and state give back and make this farm continue to exist and be preserved. I have been asked and offered with an option for great personal gain to myself uh, says, it was said, why not just sell out? 
I feel the great responsibility as I look at my livestock, my wild creatures and my woodlands that I am of their voice. They must have a habitat, a safe place. These are things that you and I want for ourselves. Our outer world reflects our inner world. And as we treat our environment, our outer world, with less concern, so as we treat ourselves. And last, our environment is the most crucial part of ourselves as it is the only thing that unites all of us. My time's up, but the mule hasn't spoken. Allow me 30 seconds. So, we have a hunch, speaking for the mule, representing all the wild things that we share our planet with, not dominate. The mule says we have a hunch and all of us have been waiting for a visionary, wisdom applied. Stuart Pittman might just be that man. The mule says, we have a hunch there needs to be a person who can hear the unheard voices in our environment. Stuart might just be that person. The mule says, we have a hunch deep down inside of Stuart with all his campaigning efforts. Get ready. All he really ever wanted was his own sign. <laughs> almost done, folks. Almost done. We, I know we've got to get him elected here. And lastly, we say to all, Remember my slogan, this comes right from the mule, the hybrid, the superior creature that has the voice. Save more, pave less. <laughs> and we say, Stuart might just be a mule. Thanks for bearing with me. I told you it'd be different. I should do this. <laughs> Hello, and uh, thank you all for having me. And thank you to County Executive-Elect Pittman uh, for this incredible opportunity to speak uh, on behalf of the proud uh, first responders here in Anne Arundel County. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm a professional firefighter. It's been my great privilege to serve the citizens of Anne Arundel County. Uh, my duties have connected me uh, to people I otherwise never would have met, uh, who have... Um, trusted me in their moment of profound vulnerability and permitted me uh, to fight for and alongside them uh, through adversity. Doing this job, I've learned that tragedy touches everyone. It doesn't care about your race, how much money you make, 
or even what your politics are. But I've also learned that heroism cares equally little about your situation. Everyone has the ability to help another. I've seen uh, everyday people caring for uh, ill loved ones under devastating circumstances and witnessed neighbors open their homes to a family who just lost everything in a fire. And it's been these shared experiences with the people in our community uh, that has led me and all our firefighters uh, to seek a greater sense of empathy, duty, and service in our work. And it was these values that led us to the vision of County Executive-elect Pittman for Anne Arundel County. A vision of a county government that recognizes the struggles of its citizens and embraces its duty to be responsive to their needs. A vision where elected officials, students, teachers, firefighters, police officers, and everyday citizens come together and work together every day to build a better community. A vision where we all seize the opportunities to be someone's hero. So finally, with each emergency call, we mount the trucks and ambulances and uh, respond to whatever it is that's out there. It's never the same, and it's never what we expected. But whatever we encounter, we'll stay as long as it takes to get the job done. We've never left a building still on fire or a patient still stuck in their home. The fire goes out, and the patient gets to the hospital. Stuart Pittman shares our commitment to a safer Anne Arundel County, and we know that he will stand shoulder to shoulder with us for as long as it takes until the job is done. And so we're all excited to be here on this new day, to stand together and contribute to a brighter future for everyone. Thank you. Starting to get a ring to it, County Executive Stephen Tillett. (laughs) We're going to keep it moving. I do want to acknowledge the presence of two people who actually won an election. Um, Our U.S. Senators, Senior Senator Ben Cardin and Junior Senator Chris Van Hollen. Thank all of the speakers for sharing from your hearts this morning. Now we're going to receive a musical performance from the Fresh Start Church Ensemble, and they're going to be singing one of my favorites, I'll do my best not to shout, Total Praise.
was the Fresh Start Church Ensemble under the direction of Bishop Craig Coates. Outstanding. At this time, I would like to introduce the first female elected county executive for Anne Arundel County. As county executive, her main priorities were education, economic development, and land preservation. She has played a tremendous role as co-chair of the transition team. Please give a warm welcome to former county executive Janet Owens. Good morning. It's still morning. (laughs) Twenty years ago today, I stood on a similar platform at the community college to be sworn in as the first elected woman county executive in our county history. I had done what most said could not be done, to beat an incumbent Republican county executive. Sorry, Steve. Stuart, you have now done the same thing. It was my great honor and privilege to serve Anne Arundel County for eight years. And Stuart, I hope you have the opportunity to have the privilege of eight years. From my first day in office until my last day in office, the path I chose to govern this great county was simple. Represent all the people. Listen to all of the people. Embrace and practice inclusiveness. Support our teachers, public safety, and our county workforce so they could do their best for our citizens, while also being a solid steward of the environment and supporting economic expansion that resulted in more and better jobs. The platform embraced by our new county executive follows the same formula to governance. He listens, he advocates for education, public safety and the environment, But most importantly, he wants all of our communities to prosper. And he wants everyone to have a voice in sharing the decisions that guide that prosperity. The privilege to serve as county executive on the everyday path of governance carries with it great responsibility. You have to serve all of the people all of the time. You have to make difficult and sometimes very unpopular decisions. You have to follow your values. I am confident that is the path chosen by Stuart. I am confident that he will bring into government the people who share his vision for this county. I am confident that he will devote heart and soul into the governing our great county. Stuart, Governor Glenn Denning once said, it was easier to be governor than county executive. Bobby Neal, one of our great county executives, said it was the worst job in the world. (laughs) I can tell you I thought it was the best job in the world because every day you can do something for people, and I wish you great success. Thank you. We're going to take a short recess for about seven minutes. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) As we prepare for Stuart to take the oath of office, I'd like to invite his wife, Aaron, and twin sons, Sam and Andy, to join us on the stage. 
As is customary, the clerk of the circuit court will administer the oath. Please welcome our newly elected clerk, Mr. Scott Poyer. And County Executive-Elect, Stuart Pittman. to make this official. I have the honor of administering the oath of office. I will be administering the oath. Then I'll be asking for a signature attesting to the same. And then I have a uh, proclamation to read from the governor. And then this will be official. I would like to thank Stewart's family for being here. They're also representing, they have a copy of the Maryland Constitution. They represent the generations of Pittmans that have lived and worked in Anne Arundel County past, present, and future. So thank them for also participating today. Sir, if you're ready, please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Stuart Pittman. I, Stuart Pittman. Do swear. Do swear. That I will support the Constitution. That I will support the Constitution. Of the United States. Of the United States. That I will be faithful. That I will be faithful. And bear true allegiance. And bear true allegiance to the state of Maryland. To the state of Maryland. And support the Constitution. And support the Constitution. And laws thereof. And laws thereof. And that I will. And that I will. To the best of my skill. To the best of my skill. And judgment. And judgment. Diligently and faithfully. Diligently and faithfully. Without partiality or prejudice. Without partiality or prejudice. Execute the office of. Execute the office of. Anne Arundel County Executive. Anne Arundel County Executive. According to the Constitution. According to the Constitution. And the laws of and, this state. And the laws of the state Thank of you, Maryland. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> sir I may have a signature to make it official. Done. If I may also read this from the governor. To Stuart, Pitts, to Stuart Pittman, greeting, be it known that the people of Anne Arundel County, reposing great trust and confidence in your integrity and wisdom, did on the 6th day of November, 2018, elect you county executive. You are therefore to execute the said office justly, honestly, diligently, and faithfully, according to law, and hold the same for a term of four years, beginning on December 3rd, 2018, or until you shall be duly discharged therefrom. Given under my hand and the great seal of Maryland, Lawrence J. Hogan, Jr., Governor of the State of Maryland. 
And ladies and gentlemen, Stuart Pittman, County Executive. Thank you. I don't need the stool either. <clears throat> wow. We did it just in time. And uh, <clears throat> so I want to thank a lot of people. I want to thank my wife, Erin Drage Pittman. I want to thank my son, Sam and Andy. I want to thank my daughter, Jessie, who's in California and could not be with us, but hopefully is listening to the live stream. Um, I want to thank my mother, all my siblings who are here. And I want to thank my father, whose presence is filling up this stage right now. I want to thank the elected officials that are here, who encouraged me and advised me as I made the transition from citizen to public service. I want to continue to seek your wise counsel and... In honor of the passing of President Bush, I want to also say that I will seek the wise counsel of both parties, leaders from both sides, and I have up to this point. I want to thank each of you who took the time from your day to fill up this auditorium. I love seeing people in the back standing up. That's great. Too bad for you. You can go upstairs. There's a few, few seats upstairs if you're uh, getting tired of standing. But I also want to thank the teachers the police, the firefighters, the community leaders, the farmers, the river keepers, the union members, the business owners, and the immigrants, the white folk, the black folk, the brown folk, the Democrats, the independents, and the Republicans, and thank everyone who put their trust in me to lead this county forward into the future. I want to thank you, Steve Shue, for your dedicated service to this county and also for setting the standard of professionalism and civility for his staff and my staff so that we can make this transi transition of government smooth. And that's, that's happening. And I appreciate that. <clears throat> and I also want to thank everybody on this stage uh, we have the, the public servants who work in our schools. Raise your hands. Teachers, come on. Come on, be recognized. Um, we have the fire department. Come on, raise your hands. All right. We got some folks from our police department, right? All right. We have advocates for the environment, don't we? I know we got at least one, right? <laughs> And I'm very proud to say that we have our new Anne Arundel County Council. They are a young, energetic, highly qualified group of mostly new public servants with a supermajority of women. So I'm humbled to be on this stage with all of these folks. We started the campaign that led to this moment in a barn on a cold day last December. 
There were 300 of us, and from there we grew. And it was not just me on that platform. It was more than a dozen candidates for local office, and no press showed up. They didn't believe that we would win. But history was, was made, and most of those candidates won in the election just a few weeks ago. Our campaign theme was putting communities first. Nobody dared ask me what that really meant at the time. But now that we're moving from campaign to governing, I feel an obligation to let you know what putting com communities first really means to me. The communities that we seek to honor are those that, that I thanked at the start of this speech. It is also the 17 neighborhoods where we held forums during this campaign. It's the diverse communities defined by trade, by hobby, by national origin, by faith, by race, and by cause. Communities are however we choose to connect ourselves to one another. In other words, if you want a voice in this government, you don't get it by who you know or how much money you have in your bank account. You get it, you get it by building community. Of course, we'll listen to individuals directly. In fact, we already have. 1,363 of you, it's probably more by now, have shared your ideas in the last two weeks on PittmanTransition.com. You'll see more of these online forums, and you'll have plenty of public hearings to speak at, and I'm sure you will. But if you want more influence, my advice is to organize. Find others with the same concerns. Bring them together and speak up. That's how you create community, and that's how you get heard. I have one more piece of advice for those of you who want to make change. Find other communities that share your perspective and build a coalition. When communities unite, we all move forward. The reforms that seem simple from the outside become much more complex on the inside of government. I'm sure the folks sitting to the sides could tell you that. So progress will stall. And that's when you must act. Our agenda is ambitious, and I will share it with you. But I hope that you will do more than just listen to my words. I want you to think about who will benefit and how you can bring those people together to make sure that we succeed. I will need your help. The framework, the framework for our efforts mirrors the work of our transition committees and the priorities that you shared during the campaign. The focus is, yes, you guessed it, Communities, safe, healthy, thriving, empowered, sustainable, and educated communities. We start with the most sacred obligation of government, safe communities. We will form a gun violence prevention commission that will not rest. that will not rest until our students, our workers, our neighbors, and our families are safe. We will honor, respect, and protect our police, our firefighters, our emergency medical personnel, our detention officers, and all of the public servants who facilitate their operations. We will do this by staffing them adequately, paying them fairly, and listening when they have something to say. Our work against gangs, drug dealers, and every other threat to our welfare will rely on the cooperation and engagement of communities. When we come together, we are safe. 
Our criminal justice system will enforce our state and local laws. But immigration enforcement will be left to the feds. We will, we will issue a report on the impacts of 287G, and then we will kiss it goodbye. We will create healthy communities. Opioid addiction is a health crisis. It's an epidemic. Nobody... Should be, should be denied treatment. Nobody. All of, all of us must come together to support and heal our neighbors who suffer from addiction. We will install a permanent, experienced, forward-thinking health officer, and we will do it soon. Opportunities for community-based health initiatives with private sector support are spreading across the country. We need to be at the forefront of this movement. Our county will be known for outdoor recreation because we need it for our health, both mental and physical. We will continue the good work of our county executive, Shu, and his team to improve our parks, connect our trails, and open access to our water. We will create thriving communities. Small area plans are back. (laughs) And through them, you will have a loud and clear voice as we draft our 20-year general development plan. We will strengthen the adequate public facilities ordinance to ensure that we implement fiscally, and environmentally responsible growth strategies. And without delay, we will begin talks with the state of Maryland to acquire the Crownsville Hospital Center. So that finally, we can transform this tainted jewel at the heart of our county into a place where healing happens through the powerful medicine of nature. We will create empowered communities. We will promote both livable wages and affordable housing. If you work in our county, you should be able to live in our county. We will partner with our business community and even our developers to consistently and efficiently apply fair regulatory oversight. That will create the certainty 
that gives investors the confidence to move forward on community-supported development projects that improve the quality of our lives. And we must expand transportation options in this county. to connect our residents with economic opportunities. We will create sustainable communities. I will take the threats of climate change and sea level rise seriously. Because with 500, with 530 miles of shoreline, our future depends on it. Our county will pursue no net loss in our forest conservation efforts. And we will strengthen enforcement of erosion and sediment control laws. We will coordinate and accelerate all of our Bay cleanup and environmental efforts by bringing in the county's first environmental policy director. You're going to like this one, right? We will create educated communities. We will hire more teachers to reduce class sizes, more counselors to help struggling students. And you know what else we'll do? We will pay them fairly because they have earned it. support our libraries because they educate all of us at all stages of our lives in the communities where we live. And we will and we must stand with and support our nationally acclaimed institution that prepares our people to enter our county's workforce, our Anne Arundel Community College. And last, but most important, we will create a responsive government that you can hold accountable. This is, <clears throat> this is your government, not mine. My job is to listen, respond, and act on what I hear. But I need your input to be informed by the facts, the same facts that inform me. That's why I hired a highly acclaimed expert in open and data-driven government to be our next administ chief administrative officer. This spring, <clears throat> this spring, you will be invited to engage in a participatory budgeting process. Together, we will decide what we can afford and how we will pay for it. <clears throat> That's the hard part. This is an ambitious agenda, but it is, not an, it is not a divisive agenda. This is an agenda that can and will bring us together with your help. We have an opportunity and an obligation to show that trust in government 
can be restored. Trust in government and civil discourse can grow even in a county that mirrors our troubled country, politically, racially, and demographically. We will do this together, and we will do this with respect for one another. But before we end this ceremony, we have one more piece of business to take care of. We need a slogan. <laughs> right? Steve did a pretty good job with that. Anne Arundel County, the best place to live, work, and start a business in Maryland, right? I like it. But as I looked through all our goals, I wanted to add more to the slogan. How about the best place to ride a bike? Or best place to go to school? Or best place to be a tree or a fish, right? <laughs> But my TV ad said I was frugal, and I am. We must do more with less, nine words less. As long as I remain your county executive, Anne Arundel County will simply be the best place. <laughs> it's a tall order. But I can promise you that, that if we connect with our communities, and if our communities unite, there is no question that this will, in fact, be the best place. Thank you. This has been an update from Eye on Annapolis. Please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Twitter at ionanapolis. And be sure to subscribe to our daily news brief podcast, which is delivered every Monday through Friday to your phone or device at 7 a.m.